Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Short and Spooky. This is the podcast about anthology shows from the 80s, 90s, and sometimes the early 2000s. I'm sitting here with the whole gang. I got on me, I got the big sniff. Hey, howdy. I got Tommy Trash. Yeehaw. And Eerie Kiri. That's right. And of course, I'm Johnny Junk, and uh, we're here to do the damn thing. What's mm-hmm. up, everybody? Hey, buddies. Hi. Let's give a quick shout out to the shorties, the spookies, the sniffies, and the eeries. By all means. Um, hey, bud. Yep. Alameda Moms, in particular, big, that's in the capital letters today. Oh, that's right. You uh, just uh, hung out with your mom. You had a little getaway, right? We went down to Pacifica and Half Moon Bay. How was um, it? It was fun. We uh, we didn't do, we went just like kind of outdoors a bunch, and then um, we watched the very famous Paul Newman movie. Uh, which one? HUD. Oh, I don't think I've seen that one. Chud? HUD. Oh. HUD, it's a, it's, a, it's a Western movie. It's really good. HUD. Um, but we, neither of us had seen it, and we went to this bar in Pacifica called, um, Winter's, Winter's Lounge, and, uh, one of the TVs, like, started playing it, and as we were leaving, so we raced back to our place right down the block, and, uh, put it on the TV and watched it. It was really good. Cool. It actually played the first time I was going to watch this episode. That was the, um, uh, it was at the hotel? Uh, we stayed in a tiny little Airbnb. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it, the, the point still remains. I, I think it's so fun to watch a movie at a hotel or oh. like some place where you you aren't normally. Like that's yeah. why airplane movies are so fun. Yep. Just no, I like it at home. I want to have all my snacks. I want to have my alcohol. I want to be able to put my feet up, take my pants off. Well, you know, do all that at a hotel. A plane, yeah. That's I no, but in my home, then I have all my comfy snacks and like my little drinks and. I like getting tucked into that nice, nicely made bed. All the pillows. I think that only works if you're with your mom, right? Yeah, but yeah, um, Eerie Kiri got to meet her. Mm-hmm. What's we bonded. Uh, she was fantastic. She's like a female version of of our love here. Be- a better version. Does Much- she have an accent? Uh, she actually has a pretty thick accent. Yeah. Did she say, "Tommy, get in the car, get a wicked piss up, kid"? <laughs> she's always like, "Let's go." It's this cliche, but she's like, "We just need to find a place to pack real quick." <laughs> pack. Um, but yeah, she sounds one. like Peter Griffin. Yeah, she is. She's my my mother is Peter Griffin. <laughs> Um, but anyway, enough of all that. Okay. Uh, what have you guys been up to? Uh, well, I'm actually getting ready to get out of town tomorrow. Where are you going? I'm going up to this place called Monte Rio up by Guerneville. Oh, yes. Yeah. I know Russian River. Area. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. on the river. Um, one of my uh, buddies, and he, him and his wife uh, rented a sick-ass Airbnb with, like, hot tubs and, like, a video game room and all this cool stuff. Wow. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to go up there, float on the river, and You take taking it. the van? No, because like there's no point to because I'm staying in an Airbnb, uh, so I'm just yeah. gonna take uh, my dad's sick ass fucking brand new whip. So hell yeah. Um, but yeah, but you Kiki. Um, well, today actually I've been refinishing a table that I rescued off of the side of the road. Um, mm. So that's been a fun little endeavor for me. That's cute. It's a cute table. I'm it looking is. at it now. It's got great bones, huh? It's Don't break eye contact. Fantastic bones. It's got a good foundation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't. Don't break eye contact. <laughs> So yeah, um, the next time y'all come over, it's going to be so dope. Cool. I'm excited. Um, and lastly, what you been up to, Big Sniff? Oh boy, you know, uh, you kind of put me on the spot here. Uh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's fine. You didn't anticipate he was going to come around and ask Coop, you that? Coop's, no. come, uh, Coop's uh, <laughs> he's been thinking about possibly moving to a new job. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've been considering a new job. And uh, I was trying to uh, brainstorm some good jobs for him. Yeah. Um, a professional sniffer. Oh yeah, you could be like. Aren't you gonna be done with school soon? Well, I haven't been going because I'm waiting till I can go in person again. I'm not doing online. We were talking about that. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, you should be one of those uh, like those animals that find truffles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, run around on all pig? fours like a hound. The, well, they have dogs now, too. They used to just be dogs, pigs. Or it could be a drug-sniffing dog. I was going to say, I know you guys have a family uh, gorilla mask. Maybe you have a family <laughs> dog mask as well. <laughs> we could um, get one. That could be the family dog sniff. I don't know. Skip me. What about, <laughs> would you be a pool guy? I might. These pool guys get around. You get a lot of sun. You get laid all the time. You get a lot of booty. You think so? <laughs> uh, so anyway, Johnny picked our episode this week. Yes, yes, I did. Uh, so um, I wanted to do an episode that our uh, most recent um, newbies have not yet done with us. So uh, I did a uh, episode of The Twilight Zone from 2002. Um, we also do a Twilight Zone from the 80s, but this one uh, I think is fun. It's it's. Um, very familiar, and it feels new, but it also feels very old. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, the reason I chose this one, besides just the cool plot, it's because it's got one of our favorite people in it, Lou Diamond Phillips. Yeah. LDP. And the um, episode is called yeah, uh, the, the Pool Guy. Yeah, yeah. So what's great about uh, LDP is, like, we've already talked about him in two other episodes. So he's done two other anthology shows that we've talked about. Which one? Um, I think he did one was... Uh, was one, it was the one where he like was like in the mech suit kind of thing, right? Well, that was that was the Outer Limits. Okay, but then I think wasn't he also in one that was like he was a DJ? Oh, he's in Night Visions. Yeah, so yeah, those yeah. are the Just two 80s? No, that two uh, thousands. Yeah, was, both of these are in the two uh, thousands, I believe. Have I seen him in? I don't want to fuck up your trivia though, so I'm no, not gonna. I think he's. I think Is he's he in Stand and Deliver. Yep. Yeah. Okay, that's where I've seen him. He's the gang leader. Well, yeah. You didn't say La Bamba? La Bamba, that's what I'm talking He's about. He's in La Bamba. Is he Richie Valen? Yeah. yeah a oh, little okay. bit. A little. <laughs> that's like, so like in Spanish class, like in high school, they showed you two movies. One was La Bamba and the other one was Selena. Yeah, we got oh, Selena man. too. That was the best. Did you guys get to listen to um, uh, Christina Aguilera's Come On Over in Spanish? It's like, ven conmigo, ven conmigo, baby. I never did. Yeah? No, oh, but maybe we fun. should go out on <laughs> that. So I just Selena and La Bamba are very tragic stories. I mean, yeah. Yeah, when people die, it's usually I know that tragic. someone killed Selena. Uh, like her, her manager, her like, manager. killed her or something. But her, what happened to... The manager of her fan club, I think, yeah. killed her. He um, was involved in the crash the day the music died. Yeah, oh, Buddy okay. Holly. Uh, Big Bopper. Big yeah. Bopper. Mm-hmm. Others, <laughs> of course, can't forget the others. They went down yeah. fast too. No, like yeah. they took off and like they because it was like in a storm. Mm-hmm. And you know the really tragic stories. Like one of the guys on their tour they bus flipped a coin or something. They flipped mm-hmm. a coin to see who could take the plane to get there faster. And the uh, buddy Holly won. And he's like, the other guy was like, I hope the plane crashes, you asshole. Well, he was now that it's all, it's all coming back to me from the bad. movie. Now mm-hmm. I, I am remembering. Yeah. Great They're movie. Going into it. Yeah, great movie, especially you know for Spanish class. Uh, two thumbs up. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about the Buddy Holly story. Uh, no, I was talking about uh, La Bamba. That's pretty crazy. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, he was... Uh, you get to bring one of them back from the dead. Which one do you choose? Buddy Holly. Me too. <laughs> how about you? Yeah. Okay, how about you, Carrie? Selena. Oh. Yeah, she didn't die in no, the no, airplane. No, no, no. I thought, that was, I thought she was one of the people we were discussing. No precautions. Sorry. Not anybody. <laughs> Conspiracy theories that she actually was on the plane. Okay, wait. She was flying it. Big Bopper, yeah. which I can't name a single song. Sorry, Bop, Bop Heads. I can't name any of his music. Uh, Buddy Holly, Richie Valen, or Big Bopper. Which one do you bring back? Honestly, it's up to the universe. I'm not making such decisions. Oh, okay. Very diplomatic. 
That is diplomatic, and that's big of you. <laughs> I'm there. I am but a small human. <laughs> so well, this is season one, episode nine. Yeah, there's only one season of the 2002 uh, Twilight Zone. I, um, I saw that 2002 to 2003. Yeah. It didn't have a long run. No, it did not. <laughs> well, I'm um, not surprised, because so, Morris Whitaker has no charisma. Dude. <laughs> Well, okay, before we get into it, um, let's do uh, a couple drinking game rules. Um, Does anybody want to start? I will. Go for it. Um, I know you're going to say. Anytime he gets shot, uh, Topless takes his shirt off, I mean, which is kind of the same thing, so that's going to be a double drink. Mm -hmm. Um, It gets called the pool guy, Mm -hmm. and then I'm going to leave the rest of you guys because I already got it. All right, I got one. Every time there's a fake wake. I know it's not a Freddy's nightmare, but it is fraught with the fake wake. It is full of them. I don't have any. Really? I mean, because you guys both said. So, yeah, I, I had wakes up, shows off his body, and then not just getting shot. I, I just had, like, because there's a couple times when he gets shot, and he just is, like, the funniest, like, oh. <laughs> there's like, a, oh, that's, yeah. that's well, the best part. Gratuitous um, blood, like, Oh, like, yeah, the, mist. Uh, <laughs> what are those called? Those I little forget. blood cap squibs. things. They, yeah, squibs. Squibs. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I guess I have one. And this ties into, like, pretty much the other ones, but. I feel like a cup, uh, like a handful of times he woke up, he kind of caresses his. Nude He's showing it off, dude. He is loving it. <laughs> yeah. He's got a lot of neck sweat going. He's on running too. his hands over it, and I couldn't help but have a little bit of movement downstairs. <laughs> Self love is hot. <laughs> is this thing on? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, is that what you're asking your penis? Or are you talking about us? <laughs> <laughs> All um, right. I don't know anymore. Okay, cool. Uh, so this episode, uh, like I said, it starts uh, with, of course, the credits. And since you guys have mm-hmm. not yet watched The Twilight Zone, what do you guys think of these intro? Wait a minute. <sighs> okay, so I wrote... Whack credits. Whack credits. I Great font. A lot. I liked the font that they wrote people's names, but I hated the intro. Um... Wait, wait, wait. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Um, no, we're just... We're, we're talking just, about the intro. No, the, no, we're, it we're just talking about no intro. Yes, that's oh. the way the episode starts. I'm asking them what they think about the way this show starts. Oh, okay, okay. You know, like the, the credits and stuff. Because the, the music's by Korn. That, dude, okay, straight up. I was like, I was watching this, right? And I was like, I was taking notes. I take notes while I watch. I don't know if that's just me. <laughs> I was taking notes while I was watching, and I wrote, I wrote terrible new metal intro. And then lo and behold, at the bottom of the fucking screen, I see... Theme music by Jonathan Davis, mm-hmm. fucking Corn, lead singer of Corn, and yep. it's also funny because it's like the Twilight Zone has just a classic, cool theme. It doesn't really I need to be fucked it up. It should, it's sacrilege. Honestly, I'm not surprised. There's <laughs> only one season. For I, real, they really. I mean, but at the same time, I love how like early 2000s. It's right? very dated. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's like <laughs> you can tell. It's like when Corn was like freak on a they leash, were man. The shit. Back then, that's when I got see, into corn when I was like twelve. I, I feel like that's not Twilight Zone though, because like the Twilight Zone, the iconic thing—it's not like oh that sounds fifties or that sounds forties or that sounds like the decade. It has—it exactly. sounds like Twilight Zone. It's timeless. It's already branded. It's already important. You shouldn't fuck with something important like that. I agree with you hundred mm-hmm. percent. I agree too. Yeah, and I Tom, liked where are corn. you at? I don't like corn. I liked corn. I don't like corn. Never did. My uh, brother liked corn. I remember I getting dragged to one of their concerts. Oh, man, that was Did you great. get in the mosh pit? No, I was like sitting down like, in the back, like just trying to, <laughs> like, I don't know, ignore it. How Not be brother? seen. It was weird. Their stage show was like set up to look like a prison and they had like like fans like behind bars, like watching from behind <laughs> them playing. I'm like, so these fans are such big fans. I want to look at you from the back. That's and, like, creative though. Yeah, I don't guess. I'm like, whatever. did he have the titty microphone stand? The, the what? The chrome. 
Jonathan Davis's like signature mic stand is like a chrome naked lady. I did not know that. It's really right. cool, that's, that's why he's in the back, just fucking cranking <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Like, what is that, a mic? All right. Dude, now, Corn was sick back in the day. Uh, would would you say your brother is a freak on a leash? <laughs> uh, I, would, I would say he is. <laughs> How old's your brother? Uh, he's like two and a half years younger than me. So okay. About, yeah. He's like my age then, hey? Yeah, just about. Cool. Hey, um, bud. Hey, bud. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, so, yeah. Um, the way this episode starts, uh, we got uh, Lou Diamond Phillips, who um, we can refer to as LDP for the rest of this episode, yeah. as far LDP? as I'm concerned. Or Richie. Lou Diamond Phillips. Also, the little, you know, another well, guess, Richie character. That was the first thing. I'm like, this guy, he's using the exact same character name from La Bamba. And yeah. it's like after La Bamba. And I'm sort of they're like, mm, like, can we call you Richie Valens? <laughs> and like, I don't know. I thought it was really. That's a, a weird great... move that they would do that. I was like, maybe this is an alternate reality where. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Richie Valens. He faked his death in the plane crash. And now oh. he has to work oh. as a pool guy. Yeah. He's like, well, that was been... his real dream. Because he had a ton of debt from, you know, probably music. Uh, he probably signed a bad contract. And so now that's why he mentioned Oh, he wanted to point. escape the contract. Yeah. What's it? A lot of debt. The bad contract. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, the way this episode starts, we got, um, Lou Diamond Phillips, LDP, is, uh, checking like the chlorine levels or something on a pool. He's the pool guy, a titular pool guy. And, uh, a man comes up to him. It's like a maintenance guy or like a, yeah. I thought that too, but I'm like, really, you don't know anything about this guy. He's not wearing any type of name or logo or anything on his clothes. He just is like a dirty guy in a jumpsuit who <laughs> yeah. like approaches him <laughs> on like the pool. Like a mechanic or something. But there's no car. There's like nothing to show you that. It's just like a guy next to a pool. Just blue collar guy. He's <laughs> like, oh, I think I see a pool guy over there. I think I'll go ask him how much booty he gets. Have you guys ever cleaned pools? Uh... Only with, like, that net thing. There. Yeah, me too, with the net. Just I've like, never cleaned a pool. Have you? I sure have. Oh, damn. You were a pool <laughs> yeah, I Well, okay, gal. so my very first love um, had a pool company, and his dad actually had one, too. Uh, so so like wait, you, your first love boy. was a pool guy? Yes. Oh! In fact, he is still a cool guy. <laughs> so they do get booty. Yeah. No, it was a problem. He freaking cheated on me with a customer. His Whoa. dad cheated on his mom with customers. What? So this is a it's a thing. You guys, it's pandemic. a freaking thing. Yeah. I have to delete like something. half my notes now. It's a thing. I'm, I'm not kidding you. Anyhow. Um, wow. So he was pretty. So was this, guy. was this bringing up a lot of feelings for you Whatever. when you were watching this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, up top and I wouldn't down below. say it brought feelings, <laughs> um, but you know, I just, I, I've walked those shoes. Uh, well, right. let me ask uh, you something. So he used to pick me I'm up sorry, and like not... go clean pools. Go ahead. Well, no, no, no. I just want to ask you something mm-hmm. because I know that you were dating him probably not because he's the pool guy. But since I th- I'm pretty sure you're the only one here that's attracted to men. Other than me. I don't me. know. Well, me and Tom are going to have a love child, but go on. <laughs> yeah. Other than that. My um, is there something about a pool guy? Is it the that they're physically fit, tan. You know what's funny is actually when I think about our very first date, um, Mm -hmm. when he picked me up, he was wearing a Poison, the band from the 80s t-shirt and Volcom board shorts. And you um, like that. Which is a very pool boy outfit if I think about it. Um, Yeah. So I wouldn't, I didn't connect the two, but now that you've brought my awareness to it, um, perhaps there is a certain je ne sais quoi about the type of man. Yeah, enough of this step-sibling porn. Let's get some more pool guy porn, (laughs) please. Can we bring that back? (laughs) <laughs> so I think that was lines. probably Or popular. the pizza delivery guy. Like, what happened to that, too? The large sausage pizza. <laughs> <laughs> what if the stepbrother is the pool guy? Whoa. And Mil- he million million likes idea as right a there. pizza delivery guy. Yeah. I'm going to make this happen. <laughs> but it's a super easy job. It's a very yeah. chill. You're literally just bouncing around. It's good money. Well, it's like um, a chill Matthew McConaughey it. type guy. Yeah. 
You want basically job. you just want a job where you can keep your buttoned-up shirt open the whole time. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And work your own hours and just do the dang thing. And yeah, so it's super and you chill. Can, you can get your bronze on. Mm-hmm. So speaking of not a lot of heavy. Work, um, I love how he's wearing like like thong sandals and and like board shorts. It seems yeah, like that's and exactly what he wears. And, uh, like a Hawaiian shirt or something like that, right? Yeah. So this guy, the random. I, who knows? Could, could be homeless guy. <laughs> I mean, it was dirty. It was dirty. It looked like they knew each other. They he should, didn't seem like a maybe manager. he was there working on their car. Yeah, that's what I thought. He's a, some this sort of a house This is a lot worker. of work to do for a viewer. That was not saying that they could have just put like a name on it. There says like yeah. whatever Phil or whatever Phil. something on there. It, Mechanic. It was just a man in a jumpsuit. But like, maybe there's a reason why narratively that they didn't. Yeah. You know, so, maybe because it was to made it, to let us wonder, and so we there would already kind of call a little bit of shenanigans on what's going on. So you think okay. if he had not been in a jumpsuit, if he was wearing something a little more revealing, he would be getting as much booty? <laughs> well, Where did that come from? What, what connection just, are you making? Well, what? I'm saying, okay, so both of these guys are maintenance men going to a person's house and servicing something there, if he is a maintenance man. So yeah. why would the pool guy get laid and not this other guy fixing the hot water because heater? Because the pool guy is showing skin. That's what I'm saying. So that's the only mm-hmm. difference is because he's showing off yeah. his body. Yeah, I think that's The it. other guy should have taken a quick dip in the pool and he, cleaned himself <laughs> off. He should have. But you know what? I, another thing I think it is, the pool is a place of pleasure and leisure. Yeah. It's wet. I mean, that's why. Yeah, it's wet. Mm-hmm. It's hot. You sometimes. were usually half naked around it. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a sexual. Inherently, it's a sexual place. I agree. The setting. Yes. In and of itself. Well, that's the thing. That's why you want to fuck the pool guy, but you don't want to fuck the, a, the fucking guy AC guy. Spring for cockroaches. Yeah. Yeah. The plumber yeah, could be just as hot, but just the nature of his profession and the interaction exactly. would make it's him like less fuckable. Shitting okay. isn't I, sexy. I could entertain that. Exactly. The plumber could be fucking smoking hot, and the pool guy could be less hot, but the fact that the pool guy is associated with the pool would makes trigger a different idea than in the your guy head. who's associated with shit and piss. Oh, <laughs> that's know? a thought. No, I, I and that's vomit. I think we're yeah. all I think we're all on board. Pool guys are pool guys got it going on, right? They, do. they get some booty. Yes. Especially if they look like this. Stupid. One. So Whatever. our grubby guy comes up and is like, You're the pool guy, right? And I was like, Yeah. And I said it almost with him and he basically is like, Yeah, thanks, Sherlock. Like yeah. I'm the guy working on the pool, I don't live here. Yeah. And he's he's like, Man, I wanna be a pool guy. Like, how do I get into that? And and he's like, You must be getting all the booty, bro. I didn't, and then, so half of my notes are null and void now after uh, Kiri said that pool guys are attractive. Yeah, <laughs> reality check. I mean, like, I've heard of that, like, trope before. I don't, this yeah. is not the first time I've heard of it, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, and, oh, yeah, when this uh, maintenance man is talking to him, uh, he says, no, actually, it sucks. I've been doing this for 20 years, and ah. I'm in debt from doing it. What's a pool guy spending money on that's keeping him in debt? <laughs> this chlorine is so expensive. Yeah. Why is he... He has to buy all those He's Hawaiian shirts. Going into his he, own he, only wears, he only wears the uh, shirt once, and then he rips it off every morning. And <laughs> he spends, he spends it all on, like, bronzer and, like, yeah. workout gear. <laughs> Did you notice? Because we've done some with, like we said earlier, with the LDP before. Like, he only takes these roles where it's like he's, like, an object of desire, or he's, like, getting to show off his body. I mean, not so much in the Night Visions one where he's the he's the shock jock disc jockey. That's true. Um, but I think, honestly, I think him as an actor, he, he has a lot of fun doing these, you know, parts. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, because mm-hmm. he's done it several times. Um, but yeah, who doesn't love seeing him? He's very watchable. He's charismatic, right? Mm-hmm. He's a good actor. And nice skin. Very nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Especially on his chest and shoulders. Very nice. Space everywhere. He's just got nice, nice epidermis. Nice features. Nice. Very nice. Very smooth looking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Looks like you might have a hog down there. <laughs> I was thinking about his lack of pores, but okay. <laughs> well, you need pores, or else you're just yeah, so fake. 
So we, we get this little bit of exposition where he's like, no, I don't get booty, and I'm in a lot of debt, and then it cuts over as he's walking to his truck that says the pool guy on it. That's the name of his business, by the way. And th- okay, so I, The pool guy? Yeah. So wow. this is when we first start hearing Forrest Whitaker uh, talking off camera, and it's starting to pan down the truck, and I thought for a second that Forrest Whitaker was going to be hiding underneath the truck. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been so great. He's just sitting there with his poking up, <laughs> like trying not to let, let LDP hear him. Yeah, I mean... Um, I disapproved thoroughly. You you were not a fan of um, Forrest Whitaker? Thoroughly. What was your uh, qualm? What was your issue? Um, you're no Rod Sterling. No, he's not. Uh, he, doesn't, he does not have... Well, also, Sir Rod Sterling wrote all those. Like, almost yeah. every single Twilight Zone from the original run. I think he didn't write, like, maybe 16 of them. You need someone who's smooth and has a mysterious air about them. Yeah, I don't... Forrest think... Whitaker's like, come on. Something I mean, compelling and interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, as we'll go through all these uh, anthology shows, you guys will get to know all of the anthology show hosts. And oh, man. <laughs> uh, he's not the worst. Which Who's is the one with something? the biceps? Henry Rollins. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Henry Rollins. There it is. I detest Henry Rollins. All right, we'll save it for night visions when okay. we get there. Um, but yes, uh, that would have been great if he was under the truck. Um <laughs> Dude, wouldn't that have been so like, funny to see? Yeah, he's just sitting, like, yeah, he's sitting like on his elbows with his, his fists below his, uh, his chin. Picture, if you will, and then you get a pool guy. Pool guy truck takes off and just runs him over. Yeah, you know, I'll say Forrest Whitaker as a host is forgettable. Hmm. Underwhelming. Underwhelming. Yes. I wonder why they chose him. No fucking idea. Like, yeah. What was he doing at the time that was really? He was in debt, probably. <laughs> he was a regular pool guy. But yeah. you'd think. Well, no, because the 80s Twilight Zone was kind of tainted ever since someone died while filming it, right? Well, the 80s Twilight Zone didn't have a, a, a narrator. It didn't have a host like that. Oh, it didn't have a host. Maybe they had narration, but like... But they didn't w- have a in-the-flesh host. Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, I mean, it's a tough act to follow. Rod Serling, who created the show and wrote most of the episodes. Of course. This is some big yeah. shoes to fill. Yeah. Uh, but whatever the case, after... Uh, uh, he introduces the, the episode and says his little uh, bit. Uh, mm. LDP finds on the windshield of his car a newspaper um, that says, Senseless Murder Stuns City Killer at Large. Did you guys catch any of the other... Uh, I didn't stop it in time. I, I, I tried to pause it because I saw some weird shit going on on the top of the newspaper. Top right was something like... Go ahead. I couldn't... couldn't. Oh, man. Okay, so the what top... Was it? So there's two articles at the top of the newspaper. One of them was a picture of a little girl on, like, a merry-go-round, and it said, fun for the family. And the one next to it was a pile of cookies that said, like mom made. <laughs> Those are, like, the two other things on this newspaper. What the fuck? It's like a recipe or something? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> They're like, whoever... After you read about the murders, look up some... Mom cookie makes recipes. cookies for pool guys. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Um, so yeah, he's looking at it. He doesn't really know what to make of this newspaper. Um, and then all of a sudden he looks up and there's a man in a suit. who uh, pulls a gun on him and says, wake up. Was that anyone's drinking game? That rule? was mine. Oh, yeah. Every time there's a... Mm-hmm. Wake. Yeah. This is like, this whole sequence that when it happens is like a triple drink based on all our rules. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> go easy, people. Pace um, yourself with water. Yeah. Be responsible. Or don't be responsible. There you, you should go. be responsible. Carry Don't be responsible. Yes. Listen um, to Kiri. Drink the drinks. Get in your car. Listen to Kiri. Don't <laughs> listen to Coop. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you, uh, listeners. We love this you. This is just parody. This is the 
like just sets the tone for the episode right here. I love this. Just his reaction to getting shot uh, in his what is it? It's his right tit. Yeah, he gets shot in his uh, <laughs> pectoral. Yeah. And he, like, has... I wish we could play the audio clip of the way he says it. Does anyone want to do it? Do it? No, I can no, drop I it in. It. Do it. He's like, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> And he, like, flutters side to side, like, like with his, uh, his arms, like, spread out. One of those over-the-top, I've been yeah. shot moves, yeah. like... Yes, um, this is a visual. That was my best. Nice. Audio format. Don't worry. That's great. So uh, he gets shot, and then he wakes up, and uh, he's in his bed sweat stain yeah, yeah. He, he's very moist um <laughs> as if he was just in a pool glistening so we get into uh, you know he wakes up and we meet uh his roommate lenny yeah. uh, who is from dexter lit surprise motherfucker yep quite literally his roommate because i'm pretty sure they share a bedroom that's uh, that was saying that i was like why is he getting dressed in his bedroom and i was like they I must have think... just had sex dude i was like i was like roommate honestly you that's know why that... he's not getting any booty that makes a lot <laughs> oh. of sense yeah. no because honestly even if you're super poor and he's covering him for rent like, you can usually... I did think that was strange, but you, you do that for someone own... you're fucking. Well, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's my uh, point. At first, I wasn't sure... You afford your own fucking bedroom. Well, that's what I was saying. I was like, maybe it's a studio, and they just are doing whatever, but later on, we know that it's just a bedroom. Yeah. 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 Maybe they're they're straight, and they do the thing like where you put the pillow between each other, and you share a bed. <laughs> we sleep head to toe. I yeah. don't know, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Coop just stared off in the distance. <laughs> like, I think he's making eye contact man. with the neighbor again. Oh boy. No, he's gone. He backed but, down. Yeah, he Lenny does explain that um he's he's been covering his rent. He's like, I can't cover your rent anymore, dude. You better come up with your half oh, the cash man. or you're out of here. Well, cause he, he says like I got a real nightmare for you because uh LDP was like, I just had this nightmare, this dream where like I got shot and it actually felt like I got shot. And yeah. uh-huh. that's when he tells him, Yeah, I'm not gonna cover your rent. And, what was uh, his name? Lenny? Lenny, yeah. Lenny. And, and LDP, so I have a, a theory that every time he gets angry, he takes his shirt off. Because he gets, like, upset, like, and he's like, this dream is so real. And then he just, like, as he's saying that, he, like, rips his shirt off. And Homeboy's like, you sure that was a dream, dude? <laughs> well, it's like, Lenny's putting his clothes on, and LDP's taking his clothes off. He's like, someone needs to be shirtless around here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he explains that he had this crazy dream, and then when he takes his shirt off, um, all of a sudden we see that he's got a big old uh, wound right where he got shot, like a bullet wound, and uh, he's like, what the hell is this? And Lenny is pretty uh, surprised as well. Um, so uh, LDP goes to his doctor. Well, before that, he tells him, he's like, I got this, I got this new client. Oh, yeah, so that's how big he's going to come off with his... Cool, and a jacuzzi. I'm like, ooh, that's a big score. Yeah, he's, that's his new uh, his new client that he's like, once I get this new gig, I'll have enough money to cover the rent. It's all good. There's good money in that jacuzzi money. Mm. Oh, yeah. When it's heated, it's a whole new ballgame. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, at the doctor that he goes to, um, there's uh, this woman. She go, uh, His doctor basically says, you know, I've been seeing you for a while now. You've never had this scar before. I don't know what's going on. And he's like, it's from a dream. And she doesn't buy, she doesn't buy it. And uh, instead, uh, she's like, you know... There's uh, some cases where people's stress can lead to physical results of that. Yeah, because she mentions that, like, last year when he had, like, a issue, she's like, you lost weight. And I'm like, this dude lost weight and he looks like that? Carrie, what do you think about that? Nice problem to have, in my opinion. Um, what do you think of the idea, like, having a doctor say, oh, yeah, maybe um, some psychological issue could have physical results, like a bullet wound? I wouldn't say a bullet one, but there definitely are like psychosomatic <laughs> symptoms, but that's more like not being able to breathe or having tummy aches, headaches, those sort of things. It doesn't really manifest on the epidermis. Not like a massive scar on your mm-hmm. chest. What about like a rash? 
Perhaps, like a stress thing. Yeah, well, I people see get that. those, right? Like um, hives? Mm-hmm. Yeah, hives. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Or like you can break out and get like, I don't know, a cold sore or whatever. Oh, for sure. Yeah. They say stress, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know if this is correct, but stress can make like... A bullet wound up here? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. Or a fucking axe wound on, in your crotch. Well, the doctor's like, hey, we have... Uh, we, I th- the doctor thinks he's crazy because when she steps out of the room, she's like, here, I'm going to go get an associate mine. He sneaks over and takes a look at the um, the the notepad that she's been writing on. Yeah. It has a diagnosis, and it says basically high blood pressure... Uh, paranoid, <laughs> like uh, anger management. Yeah, anger would, management issues. But he didn't seem that angry to me. Not yet. Back to my theory. Uh, I, I, we didn't get to see like the whole synopsis of what she wrote down, but it said anger management, and then it was cut off. I think it said yeah. anger management rips clothes off. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. an extremely bad case of hulking out. Yeah. His clothes. You wouldn't like him when he's angry. Big fan of Hulk Hogan. Uh, so when the uh, the doctor comes back with her associate, um, he looks very familiar. Yeah. He's essentially the exact same guy who... He's got a suit on. Yeah. He's got a gun. That's right. And he's shooting you. He says the same thing as he said before, wake up. Right. And then shoots him. And this is this is the one that I really thought that LDP like really hammed it up for the shooting. <laughs> he's like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> it was like very over the top. Yeah. Oh, I hate bullets in my chest. <laughs> <laughs> it totally was that. Um, and then get ready to drink, you guys, because... Oh, he's fake, fake wake. wake. Fake waking again. And um, he's... Did he rip his shirt off this time? Or I think he just kind of felt his no, he, he muscly takes his shirt body. Off he, well, he like he looks down like at himself because he's like, looks where the bullet wound had been, and it's like not there. So he's like, oh, okay, finally I'm awake. I had yeah. one of those dreams within a dream. But yeah, 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 that's right. I'm going to start waking up the way he does, where he kind of like, just like goes on all fours <laughs> and he like, scrambles around. <laughs> And then he, he, if I'm not skipping anything, he takes his shirt off probably to change. Yeah. But he's got a, a new bullet hole. Well, it's a, it's a bite. Yeah. That's what Lenny said. Lenny's like, you got a nasty bite right there, man. Yeah, on his like stomach, abdominal re- region. If Very you're muscular, dangerous. it's no longer your stomach, it's your abdominal. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Crosses that line. Yeah. I'm telling you, like... He took his shirt off like he was he was showing it off, dude, mm-hmm. and I didn't hate it. Well, dude, it's kind of like a reel, you know, like I I've heard that a lot of uh, these actors who are super buff, like uh, what's his name? Former Chubster, now buff dude, Chris something. Handsome. Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Guys like him, apparently often in their contracts is like must appear shirtless <laughs> mm-hmm. for a scene. Right. Because it's like a... This fucking puts asses in the seats, dude. Well, exactly, yeah. Especially overseas. Yeah, for sure. Reminds us what they got. Yeah, yeah. So I still got it. Will Smith, I think, had one. Anyway, um, I thought there was a kind of a fun line at this point where uh, Lenny says, like, uh, I got to go to work, blah, blah, blah. And then um, our buddy... LDP. LDP's going to work, too. And he says, yeah, make sure you wear a shirt. (laughs) Like... Is that an option at any job? I mean, if you're a pool guy, I think maybe not wearing a shirt's fine. You never, I don't you know. never know when you got to jump in that if pool. If I hired a pool guy and he showed up without a shirt on, I'd be a little put off. I'd be like, if this guy did Look, in Fresno, it's like 115 degrees. Sometimes you'd be cleaning pools shirtless. Okay? Well, yeah, you don't bikini. show up without no one complained. a shirt. Yeah, like, you so do. I'm sorry. To your you job. Think? Yes, literally, we would roll up. He'd be in board shorts. I would be in a bikini and shorts, and we would go in people's and backyards the and work. clean their backyard and then go back out. Okay, yeah. I stand corrected. I don't know. You I don't said, know the culture. I don't. Don't talk like I you do. I don't know. 
I feel like any job, you got to wear a shirt. At least a t-shirt. What about a no, lifeguard? that's incorrect. I guess I'd, I'm wrong. Yeah. <laughs> lifeguard, right? What about a stripper? Well, yeah, you don't show up <laughs> with your tits out. You don't walk out of your car with your tits Depends out. Depends on how much you spent the on them. Maybe you do. I don't know. I don't think that's ever happened. You don't know? Again, you're speaking on cultures you don't know, Can our know, stripper yo. listeners please write in? Tweet what, at us. What, yes. if, what if you drive your car onto the at the strip joint into it <laughs> like and then through you, the wall on, and then you get up on stage Kool-Aid man style <laughs> hey, he's not wearing a shirt and he's doing his job who? Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid man Kool-Aid man is made of glass and juice <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have to wear a shirt uh, so this is when we get to uh, we get to the, the big score the new client mm-hmm. and uh, I was like so we see LDP going over uh, he's actually wearing shoes this time yeah um, which you don't need to have done at a job. And he know. goes over, and I was, and like as I was watching the first time, I was like, he opens the little thing, and I'm like, please be a rat or a squirrel in there. <laughs> and as a, the, um, the housewife comes out, he's just holding it up there, dangling, looking <laughs> at it. And this we, is the best part of my job. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's like, he was about to fucking have his lunch right there. And this is uh, Mrs. Hunt. Uh-huh. And she, uh, she walks over, and she says, like, the rat. Oh yeah, my husband shot it. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> then why is it in the pool drowned, yo? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Did he shoot it into the? It pool? was just sloppy. It just and yeah. It, it was like yeah. fully intact. Like if you shot a rat, like it must have been like a BB gun. Well, or yeah. like so a, I was I thinking, why didn't they have it where she's like walking down the path, or he's walking down the path, and he pauses and looks and sees a rat that's got a shot in it, right? That way you talk about the bullet because obviously there's that piece of it right she gets to call still call her husband a rat but having him pull it out of the filter all intact not shot and saying that her husband shot it is weird that's a good point they need to be pool related i think mm. he, i think when yeah. he got there he saw it and he kicked in the pool so he could charge him another 200 dollars because you know oh, rat removal that's rat expensive. Fees. yeah rat fees well the yeah. whole reason it's there is so that way you know that the husband has a gun so that way that's established right away. So then she's like, hey, my husband has a gun. Hey, you look cute. Like, she immediately begins putting the moves on him. She's got her titties all smashed together. Fake yos. And she's drinking a cocktail. Yeah, she's got some A vodka. martini, a dirty martini. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For a dirty girl. So she... <laughs> <laughs> and so right? she's making the moves on him right away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, calls her husband a rat, and, and then she's like... She calls him a rat. Yeah, he calls her. Okay, I apologize. Um, but yeah, he, he's like not really having it at first. Uh, but she throws herself at him and the, she starts kissing him. Well, she's like, it's the vodka talking, sorry. No, or that's she, when she, she like makes fun of him for being a pool boy. Yeah, pool guy. But doesn't she say like, oh, You're aren't you a little old? Yeah, and nothing like getting kissed by like a, a vodka breath uh, housewife at like 10 in the morning probably. I'm hoping to have that happen. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I was going to say, you going to turn please, that down? Please, um, So, yeah, as soon as uh, she starts kissing him, uh, I don't know, did it seem like he kind of got into it for a minute? I think yeah. so. Okay, he's okay. kissing her back. All well, right. he's a single guy by all counts, right? Yeah. So he has no reason really not to. Except I mean, for the fact that she mentioned her husband has a gun. Other than that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm like. He's like, no, I'm cool. Maybe he assumed he wasn't home. Do well, you, Carrie, do you think, do you think uh, pool guy is the new milkman? I mean, it seems to be. Yeah. Yeah. When when your kid looks like the pool man, you know. I feel like pool men impregnate women less often than the milkman. What well, do you base this th- opinion because on? Because milk is like semen. <laughs> and what? <laughs> what? And, and chlor- how much did you drink before this recording, sir? <laughs> and chlorine is is like uh, sterile, you know. Yes. 
So yes. That's, exactly. And you wear rubber. You know, it, the reason is because there was less swimming pools back then that needed to be serviced with chlorine. Oh. People got milk every single day. Yeah, women yeah, needed to be did. serviced with milk every day. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I got milk every day. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's get it. Let's go. Okay, so uh, the man shows up, and uh, we see that the guy who has been telling him to wake up and shooting him in these uh, earlier moments uh, is the husband of this woman. And he is pissed the hell off, and mm-hmm. uh, he uh, he he pushes him to the ground and starts beating him up with a pool skimmer, yeah. <laughs> and really gives him a trouncing. Like um, I'll say, getting beat with your own tools, huh? That's that, that's kind of degrading. Insult to injury. Yeah, and then okay, I have a little. Uh, I picked this up uh, actually earlier. Kiri and I watched this together. Didn't talk about anything, but um, so he says something along the lines of like, "Oh, he's banging the she's trying to bang the pool guy, like the lowest form." Thank God we don't have a dog. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's why he killed the rat? Well, no. I was like, is that a bestiality reference? Like, what is that? Is that? Did I catch that correctly? I think. Yeah. No, I think you're right. That's why he killed right. the rat. He's like, because like, she was trying to fuck, <laughs> the, trying rat. To fuck the rat. <laughs> rat got shot. Pool guy gets beat up. Ugh, it's just so disappointing. Like, this is supposed to be Twilight Zone. Like that. Ugh, it's just disappointing. Well, uh, so we got uh, all of a sudden, uh, Lou Diamond Phillips. He just kind of like goes away. Like he's like. Stops getting beat up, and then the next thing we see is a scene where he wakes up, and uh, he's in a weird laboratory. Mm-hmm. Um, he's wearing this crazy headset. Oh, did you did you the back of the headset that looked like the scream mask? Do you guys pick that up? No, no. Oh, I will show you during okay. our, when we take our next break. It looks just like the scream mask on the back. Interesting. Yeah, hmm. very. You'll you'll see it once when I show you. It was a little makes sense. Little tip of the ghost face. Ghost face. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you. A little tip of the hat. Is that what they call that? It, yes. Yep. Looked like it was like a headgear, like for braces from like the like sixties. Yeah. It was a weird device for sure. Um, so he doesn't know where the hell he is. It's got like this weird like lighting from above, and he knows there's like an observation window. Yes. He, Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was just really intense. Yes, I was like, yes! <laughs> and uh, I had nothing to he add. sees like a, a scientist in like a lab coat who's observing him through there. And yeah. uh, he's just like, what the hell is going on? Before that scientist showed up, I was like mm, 80% sure that he was on a UFO. I mean, it seemed like he was like, yeah, on yeah. A, he was like on a slab. Especially in because of the weird like headset he had on looked pretty like sci-fi. Yeah, futuristic yeah. kind of thing. And we're deal. expecting something interesting or yeah, out of the norm. We're expecting right. an interesting twist at mm-hmm. some point. And so I was like, oh, he's on a UFO. But anyway, then yeah, a human scientist shows up, as you said. Human. And he is at Virtual Corp. They are doing dream therapy. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, well, he's like, hold on, I'll go grab somebody for you. So well, he threatens him with a fire extinguisher. Oh, yeah, that's a great Yeah, he's scene. like, I'm going to break this window, you bitch. That's when I knew it wasn't UFO. Well, and we're beginning to see that <laughs> anger that was written about in the initial doctor's report. It's, yeah. It sneaks mm-hmm. up. It, it definitely Ooh. builds and builds. And then get ready to drink, y'all. Because, oh, yeah. yeah, the man who comes in... Well, he, well, I, I liked one right before, right the second before this. Like the guy finally is like, "Don't break the window." I'll come out there, and you hear him like try and slam the door shut, and the door just bounces wide back open. <laughs> yeah. <I noticed. laughs> um, but yeah, keep going. Oh, so then yeah, the man shoots him, but instead of being shot like the other ones, there's like a weird CGI the Matrix bullet, <laughs> bullet time. Still hits him. Yeah, it hits I him. I thought the CGI like slowdown was gonna be like, okay, he's gonna dodge it this time. Because why else slow it he down? He matrixed it. Mm-hmm. Matrixed it. It did. They did. Like, the Matrix yeah. came out. T- he's got different words. Other times he just said, like, wake up, right? The Matrix came out it two did feel years different. before this. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think like ninety end of ninety nine. But also, I'd like to talk about his wrist. The uh, the man who shoots him. The I don't know what to call him. This guy who keeps showing up. Mm-hmm. He was holding the gun like this, which I, is a silly way. Yeah, he's gonna break his wrist like that. Yeah, he'd like very like a recoil. This is a visual podcast, of course, but he might not be good at. Coop is holding his hand at an angle. Yeah, like a, a square root sign. Yeah, like he has a bird perched on his finger. Yeah. <laughs> Say what you want about about his uh, gun holding form. Uh, his fire extinguisher dodging is impeccable. Oh yeah, he <laughs> he doesn't he barely moves. Like yeah, so good. He shoots him again. Very slowly. Very slow. But Th- then we got another uh, example of where LDP does. Well, yeah, that was a big one. I think we need to hear, at one point before the episode's over, we have to hear Kiri's impression of it. Yeah, can you do one, uh, uh, your impression of what he sounds like when he gets shot? <laughs> I think that's, that's the best one yet. Thanks, guys. That one's I tried. Good one. I, t- I did theater when I was a kid. <laughs> it shows. It shows. <laughs> he springs awake again. And I don't remember this time or not, but he pulls his shirt off and caresses his body. He's looking for the bullet wound in another spot. Yeah. Yeah. And his roommate, literal roommate, I think, is to get there again. His partner. Watching him sleep. <laughs> As he does. Yeah. I think we can deduce that it is his partner. It's like always buttoning his shirt up or like putting a tie on. <laughs> yeah. There's no reason for it. He, he just fucks LDP to sleep every night. <laughs> Gets ready for work. <laughs> yeah, so this time when he wakes up, uh, there's no bullet wound, so he's like, okay, I'm finally awake. Yeah. And uh, this is the first time we get Lenny kind of in a good mood. Mm-hmm. Right? He's like, cool, let's go get some beers later. Yeah, like, also, at he, O'Malley's. He's like, also, you have a bill, too. Like, yeah. Here, well, yeah, this was in more. my bills, and he hands him the Virtual bill. Corp. Yeah, and how much does he owe? It's so much. It's I. So <laughs> he owes $11,000 plus tax. Oh. Like, I'm like... Kiri, have you ever heard of people charging tax for um, a therapeutic service? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, but yeah, also, you know, that. is there really a therapeutic service going on? Mm. Mm. Also, at, oh. mm. we Ooh. do things a little differently at Virtual Corp. <laughs> <laughs> That's for damn sure. Yeah. Well, he goes to Virtual Corp. And uh, he's throwing a tantrum yes. in the waiting room. They Again, say, the anger. I'm surprised he didn't he take mad. his shirt off. He was so angry. What, what, <laughs> Virtual Corp sounds like it should be like, you know, in the stuff that they're providing looks like a dump. It looks like a, like a, an insane person asylum. So, yeah, the, the bill that he gets, it says he's being charged up to ask for dream therapy. Yeah. And since he has no recollection of this and he's been having these crazy dreams, he goes, checks it out. And uh, when he goes to this place... There's nobody there. Like, there's, like, eight people in this episode, and there's, like, <laughs> hardly any extras. You see him park yeah. a car and, like, walk up a long drive. He gets in there. He's forced to sit forever. Um, Two hours. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, she, she basically is like, well, it just takes a bit. We're, we're going to get you in there. But she has this file sitting there. And for the second time in this episode, we have people just leaving, leaving documents out that are about him. And he, of course, you know, yeah. he's not happy about that. And uh, we see, like, a... Scientist? Doctor? Well, it's funny because she's like, here, I'll go get someone to answer all your questions. And then he's like, the second she steps away, he's like, fuck it, I'm going to go figure this out for myself. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I was expecting when she said that, I was like, she's going to bring back the fucking guy in the suit again. He's going to shoot him again. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. But he surprises us and he sneaks in to the facility. Yes, where he sees a news report. Well, so mm-hmm. he, he finds the room that he had, he had woken up in, um, but on the other side of the glass that the, the doctor was looking at, there's all kinds of uh, weird pictures. 
like for like of his truck and like the house and all the stuff that it's, we've seen that are familiar. Yeah. Like snapshots from all his dreams. The pool. Mm-hmm. And then for some reason, it's a bunch of CDs. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I would buy that album. I would buy the entire like set. Yeah. There's like corn albums there too. <laughs> Please buy uh, Untouchables. I think that was released this year. Maybe. Corn fans, right in. <laughs> what? There's none of you? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but yeah carrie go ahead there's a new there's a news article yes and as it reveals itself we find out that the man who keeps appearing and shooting him has himself been killed mm. <gasps> and in <gasps> fact the killer has been identified who could it be <gasps> been through the series of the news report we realize he is the bad guy he what is ldp is being, he's being pushed into a cop car uh-huh. yeah huh and he knows as he runs out the building because an alarm has, you know, gone off because he's, you know, breaking into shit. Can we yeah. talk about this alarm at all? Uh, oh, before that, real quick. <laughs> uh, so we find out that the wife that he was trying to hook up with, Mrs. Hunt, and mm. the guy who is apparently killed by him. You think, you think her husband's name was Mike? That's what I wanted. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Did I just uh, fuck that up for you? No, it's fine. I'll just, I'll see myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, his sorry. name was Jerry Hunt, but I was, oh, it would have been such a great thing if they put Mike. in like... Mike Miss- Hunt gets shot full. <laughs> Missed opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> LDP does a number on Mike Hunt. Yeah. <laughs> Len- Lenny breaking up with him. Um, so, yeah, when the, when the alarm goes off, there is literally one guy in a lab coat, like, maybe briskly walking behind him. Mm-hmm. And everything else, it's just a sound effect of dogs barking and a sound effect of, like, walkie-talkies. There is nobody <laughs> yeah. and nothing chasing him. Yeah. It's just like all done through editing. I don't know. I thought that was yeah amazing. Can't afford the dogs. Uh, it, and then you know how much star dogs cost? Star dogs? Star uh, celebrity actor dogs. I'm done. <laughs> no, what? Do you know how much they No, cost? I don't. Oh. A lot is what I'd guess. Um, so he comes busting out through the door that he snuck in before, and he like knocks over like the like the waiting sign, and then he pauses really quickly at the desk where the lady's sitting. And I thought he was just gonna like pause and then just knock the lamp over and then just run away. <laughs> That'd be epic. And also on her her side, like there's this maniac guy in your lobby, mm-hmm. and you leave for a minute, and then he's gone, and then a second later there's a fucking breach at uh, in lab fourteen, and you're just sitting there like, could have been that lunatic that was just sitting here. <laughs> yeah. No one in this job cared that much. Mm-mm. They had all this information, and how the hell did they have this? Uh, they're like, we have this videotape of him murdering somebody and <laughs> putting into it. Yeah. So he uh, he wakes up, and uh, Lenny, his boyfriend, is sitting there waiting <laughs> for him. Yeah, again. And then the, at first, when I, the, the first time I watched it, I thought that, like, because he kind of has a different demeanor than um, he did the first time. He, um, clearly, uh, LDP probably didn't give it up that night. No. No, not at all. And uh, he, he's again getting changed, uh, but he's a little distraught because uh, the police are here. Mm-hmm. And they're in the living room, so it's not a studio like we established earlier. Um, and uh, so he's like, yeah, did you see that, that big client that you had before? Like, he got murdered, and basically you're, like, the suspect. And then he, like, uh, basically is, like, the cops come busting in the door, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. Yeah. They come at him and he just like tries to get out of the window or something like that <laughs> and before he like gives up. And uh, one of the cops is uh, the man who he killed who's been coming back telling him to wake up and shooting him. And he's like pleading with him. He's like, 
um, you know, please don't shoot me. It hurts so bad. Like you don't know, like I've been dealing with this all over. And he finally, finally like admits, he admits that he's guilty and he, he apologizes for killing him. But I think, you know, the only reason he apologizes is because he didn't want to get shot. You know? Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't like getting a taste of his own medicine over and over again. Yeah. And the same thing happens. We get another fake weight. That's right. Drink y'all. And he gets shot. And, uh, then we kind of cut to an outside perspective, um, where, we see he's once again laying on the slab mm-hmm. in the virtual court place, and uh, he's being observed by scientists. The uh, the woman who was his doctor from earlier, who was saying that you know she was diagnosing him and saying that he was like paranoid and having all these issues, um, and she's explaining to the wife, Miss Hunt, <laughs> and uh, she's basically explaining what they're doing, and she says that. They're doing a special type of uh, therapy or procedure or whatever you want to call it, where they are. He's in sleep paralysis, basically. This is a convict study. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, this is to to stop boy. overcrowding in prisons, basically. Is it? That's what I. That's what I thought. That's what they. That's what he's, she's. Yeah, in ten years, they hope to make prisons obsolete using this system. He's taking up more room. I think what they're saying is that so when you're in the sleep paralysis state, mm-hmm. that you. Um, re-experience uh, the crime that you've committed. So his crime was killing this man. Yes. So he, to his punishment is that he experiences getting shot by the man he killed. Mm-hmm. Here's my issue with that. Mm-hmm. He shot the guy once, killed mm-hmm. him once. Uh-huh. But if I remember correctly, they said something like he's been sentenced to go through this like 50-something times. 47 more times. 47. Right. It's like... If you shot forty-seven people, well, they, they well, it's not an it's not a tit for tat situation. It's to help him process and to go from the um, I think he's at like the acceptance stage to get to the retribution stage. Exactly. So it's exactly. part of the process. It's part of the protocol. Also, oh. if you like shoot someone, they don't give you. You shot one person, you get one year. Right. It's not you know? Well, tat. yeah, you get life. Well, not necessarily. But that's what they're saying. They're With this to... new system, you may not get life. They're trying you to rehab just live lives. Live a lifetime of being shot. And then maybe you resume. Typical citizenship as a broken shell of a person who's been killed fifty times. Well, that's a, yeah. He's a non dangerous person though. Maybe that's what society needs. Who knows? I don't know what's going on with the Twilight Zone. It is. Well, he gets and a half ass. He gets re, yeah. he gets rehabilitated, or he's the plan to have him rehabilitated is to have him experience this death, and every, each one is more traumatizing than the last. And I think he's like patient wow. zero for this study. Possibly, it, it seems like it because it's going to take ten years. And um, I, I could be wrong, but isn't like doesn't a dream only last in real life? Like, well, mo- that's like a, a good few seconds. Because I remember hearing something like that. They said forty-seven times, and he's already done it what five times in the course of this episode. Uh, I, I he got killed. Yeah, I think about five times. So why would this take ten years? Well, the, this is the start of the study, so the, he's going to be the, the patient zero. And it's not going to keep... take him ten years to be rehabilitated. They're going to rehabilitate him. You know, maybe it takes a couple hours, maybe it takes like a couple days. Oh. But in ten years' time from when this procedure is happening, they're hoping that they'll be able to apply oh. this thing to other people. Okay, I get it. I tell you what, um, you know, because like they have all the scientists play characters in his little dream torture thing. Yeah, they've incorporated. I wouldn't want myself to be if I was the scientist. I wouldn't want myself being in these dreams in case something goes wrong. This guy appears normal, goes out, remembers that you're, we're, we're fucking with him his dreams. He's got yeah. you. He's got your face in his mind. That's true. There's safety precautions that exactly. should be made. Mm-hmm. Lenny's got to watch out. Oh, he's like, I didn't lend my likeness to this company. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so um, also I just want to note this takes place in 2002. Like the the story does take place in 2002. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this technology, usually they're like 2022, something like, we're like you know, <laughs> 20 years ahead of like whatever it was made. I'm like, nope, two weeks after this episode aired, mm-hmm. um, which was October 16th, the day after my 16th birthday. Aw. Um, birthday. What'd you do for your 16th birthday? Um, probably smoked weed. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Back when you did such things. Yeah. I was a bad boy. Tommy the bad boy. <laughs> the ice man. Trash. That's we just have to live through the stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, Forrest Whitaker says some shit, and uh, that's the way this episode wraps up. And that's uh, this episode of Twilight Zone. And now it's time for... Who's start doing the rating first? You are. Me? Yeah. Okay. I give this... Everyone, get ready. A seven and a half out of ten. Can I tell you why? Yes, please. I would love an explanation. Okay. Number one. Um, I actually thought it was pretty good. I didn't know... There was never a point where I was like, I know what the fuck's happening here. Like I am for most of these episodes that are super predictable and super easy to read. Um... Lou is coming through with some good acting. He's a good actor. And it doesn't hurt that he's got a nice physique. Does not hurt. No. No, not at all. <laughs> and um, I just, I thought it was an interesting concept. It kind of reminded me of like, I could see like a Black Mirror episode. That's exactly what yeah, I thought. Very yeah. Black Mirror. It's yes, like that very Christmas Black episode when, they, when they're in the box. Yes, it was a lot like John that Ham's one. episode. And obviously this was long before Black Mirror. Obviously it was after Twilight Zone, but I don't, never, I don't think this was like a ripoff of a Twilight Zone, an old Twilight Zone episode. So no, I quite liked it. Um, I'm deducting some points for the theme i would say i'm giving i'm knocking half a point off for the theme so you're saying every time we watch one of these episodes of twilight zone it's gonna automatically yep. start with a half they're point losing off. a half is point that for in, the new metal theme is that a cooper uh first executive order well you guys can abide by it or not but i'm i'm abiding by <laughs> it's that. an optional executive order yeah okay <laughs> it's an optional order that i'm giving you um and then also i'm deducting a point or two for uh, one thing that didn't really make sense to me, which is why he would wake up with wounds, and then all of a sudden he wakes up without wounds. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like doesn't. It's not a good continuity there, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, why would that stop happening if it was happening at first? You know. But anyway, but I did like it actually. I was engaged the whole time. I was never really. I mean, I was confused, but in a good way. I was like, I trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. Like I was like, I don't know if he's awake this time. And when the twist finally happened at the end, I was like, oh, that's interesting, actually. So I liked it. Cool. And so, so I'm giving it the seven and a half out of ten. Cool. All right, you want to go, Tom? Um, yeah, sure. Uh, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Um, and Not spooky? spooky. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'm a sweet boy. Sweet man. Um, I, would I show this to someone... Who's not an LDP fan? Probably not. But that still is... If someone who was, I they would have a blast with this. So it's going to at least meet the five criteria. Um, I liked his absurdity of his gunshot uh, wound acting. So that's going to bump it up another point. Um, it was a fun concept like uh, Sniff touched on. I kind of figured out that he somehow is going to be the bad guy. Or like there's something that he did or... Or maybe he drowned in a pool, and this was his way of dealing. I don't know, but <laughs> he's huffing like yeah, chlorine Chlor- fumes. Yeah. It cu- yeah, it cuts to him just like sitting as Lenny doesn't even exist. Actually, <laughs> he's just talking to a necktie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> amidst a bunch of uh, t sh- t-shirts. Um, but so that, yeah, this is getting a six out of 10. It, like, it, it, Kiri made the point a number of times about how this is not very Twilight zone in the sense that, it, again, it's 2002. I disagree. I know, but I, I, I just, I don't know. There was missing elements to it. And so, yeah, six out of 10. Creepy, creepy crawlers. <laughs> All right. So um, I did not enjoy this episode. I did not think that it should be produced or shown under the name Twilight Zone. Sacrilege. Inappropriate. Unacceptable. Um, so what I showed to somebody else? Nope. Um, that's right there. Going to be less than five. Whoa. I started with two. Um, I did give it an extra point for star power because of our friend LDP. So it's hanging at a three. There's no sideburns. There's no 90s cut. So that and no crying. So there's no bonuses to be had. Mm. It's coming in at a three and a half for me. That's scathing. Well, yeah. just call me the ice queen. <laughs> coming Uh-oh. for the crown. Look out. Hey, um, ice king needs a queen. <laughs> got it. Baby. No arguing with that. Yeah, power couple. Tom, yeah. Tommy Jr. is now going to be an ice kid. Oh no. <laughs> I see Prince. I mean, you guys are going to have to get the egg from somewhere. <laughs> so I'll give my creepy callers. Um, I, well, first of all, just Kiri, um, if you're judging the 80s Twilight Zone and the 2000s Twilight Zone against the original, you're not going to enjoy them because they're ne- none of, neither of them are as good as the original. And that's not what we're here to do is compare them to greatness. We're comparing them to other anthology series from this time. So... I'm not going to tell you that, like, that to edit your score at all. I it fully support like it. it. No, your I'm just score letting you know. Is valid. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> I'm just did it wrong. No, but I'm however. not letting you. I'm not telling you you did it wrong. I'm just. I'm just letting you know that. Buckle up, because this is one of the better Twilight Zones from the 2000s. Hit up with an ice cold ice queen. It gets worse. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, I liked this episode. I think that um, the first time I watched it, I was very confused as to what's going on. I didn't really understand that this guy who I've been watching, who's the protagonist, is actually a bad person. Um, and I found that I wasn't really thrilled with this episode in general, but after I knew what was going on, I rewatched it and I kind of had the context for what was happening. It made it a lot more enjoyable for me. Uh, it was fun to watch Lou Diamond Phillips. He's a fun guy, looks hot, like mm-hmm. doing a great job. Um, this episode had a lot of the things that I think I look for in these shows that we talk about as far as, you know, over-the-top acting and, like, silly parts that happen over and over again that we can make drinking game rules for. Um, I like that there's this pool guy, uh, I don't know, identity thing that they're kind of talking about. Um, But it was a little confusing. I think I agree with you, Coop, about the continuity and stuff. Yeah, Um, kind of, like, throws you off. Yeah, but I also agree with you in the fact that it could be a very cool uh, Black Mirror episode. Yeah. So I guess the fact that I didn't like it immediately, I'll have to mark it down a little bit. So I'll give it a 7. So 7 out of 10. Creepy Creepy crawlers. All right, nice job, everybody. we done it again. Congratulations, famo. Famolo. Thank you for listening. Thank you for... Coming and saying hello to us today. Of course. Um, we're not done yet. We are not what? done. What's mm. happening? All right. So we have a, a brand new uh, kind of a one-off game we're going to do, unless we do another LDP episode. But I, um, I figured I'd do a little fun trivia game. I kind of threw it together last minute, so I'm sorry if it's not uh, that great. But we're going to have, I'm going to ask you guys seven questions. 
and you're going to write down what you think the answers are. There's a couple of straight up answers, and there's going to be a couple multiple choice ones. I don't cheat. You don't even need to be dramatic <laughs> like that, John. He's straight up covering his sheet from me. I'm trying like to hold you. the paper so it doesn't make noise. Whatever. I, I like the integrity um, of everyone here, except for Cooper. Well, love what? it. I, I love his. Well, I have so much integrity, I'm not even covering my sheet because I believe that everybody will not cheat just like I will not cheat. I'm not going to cheat. John. All right, so are well, you I guys... I can't see it from this angle. And Whatever. just so you guys know, there is a prize at the end. <gasps> what is it? A kiss on the lips? This is your South Mouth kiss. Oh. You guys, that's... I don't... I don't, I don't, I don't consent to that. You don't want to win? No. <laughs> I just keep the prize. That's what I want. There you go. I just kiss my own South Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so tell us about this jam. All right, again, like I said, so it's um, there's going to be a couple questions where you just have to try and guess, and then there's going to be a couple, well, you're going to be guessing all the questions, but there's a couple, because I know Cooper's not terribly familiar with LDP, but so I try to add in a couple multiple choice questions, Okay. Um, and I do have one question in case there is a tiebreaker that we need to work on. So, okay, let's get in. With all that being said, the first question is, what year do you think LDP was born? All righty, got your answers down, that's mm-hmm. great, really happy. Um, what was the name of his first wife? And there's a bonus question that's attached to this for a bonus point. What year did his wife leave him for Melissa Etheridge? All right, so which of these has LDP not been charged with during his life? Simple assault, disturbing the peace, and reckless driving. He's been charged with two of these three things. Can you say those again? Simple assault, disturbing the peace, and reckless driving. All right. All righty. <laughs> this one's fun. In May 2009, Phillips was one of the 403 entrants into the 2009 California State Poker Championship. Poetry? Poker, like oh, the game. Oh, I They were playing poetry. Limit Texas Hold'em. <laughs> what position did he finish? 42nd, 31st, 111th, or 69th? <laughs> 69. What was the options again? 42, 31, 111, and 69. Okay. Are we ready? Okay. Mm-hmm. LDP would go on to have three more children with adult model Kelly Phillips. Which magazine should she star in? Playboy, Penthouse, Hustler, or Easy Rider? In 1991, LDP was adopted, unofficially, officially adopted by a Lakota Sioux family nation and was given an adopted name by them. I will give you the first name, which I will pronounce in Lakota, which is like, you're gonna have to guess, but I will give you the second part of his name in English, to, as a, because it would've been too hard if you, you don't look, no one knows Lakota, so. The second name, English, is Keeper. The first name, which I will now pronounce, I'm sure I'm gonna do it, I'll pronounce it on my computer. In Lakota. Wikipi. Wikipi. So what does Wikipi mean? Blank. Keeper. Got it. Wikipi. <laughs> awesome. All right. What's this last question? Okay. Wikipi. <laughs> <laughs> um, I get the money in this Name the serial killer that LDP, LDP is portrayed in a TV movie. All right. And that concludes the seven questions. I will now give you the answers, and you guys must let me, like write down if you got the question right. Do we scream if we got it? I think we should go around. I think you should ask the question, and we should each go around and say what we think our answer is. Okay, no, that, that's that's a great idea. So, okay. uh, what year? I'll start. I'm, I'm just going to go clockwise. So I'll start with Cooper and end with Kiri. Okay. What year was LDP born? 1956. You're incorrect. 1972. You're incorrect. 1959. Kiri. 
you are three off, but you are the winner. Which is actually 1962. So, so how old is he in this episode? Uh, th- this came out in, t- in 2002, so he would have been 40? No. 1962, yeah, 40 years old in this episode. Yeah. That's I did right. my math way wrong. <laughs> I was right. going to say he's not that um, young. I was like, I so, meant to say so 62. Kiri, the, the score is zero Cooper, zero Johnny, one point for Kiri. And I'm I'll come back. I'm about to my second. Let's go to that second question. All right, and this is... Feeling confident. And, and this is the potential two-point question. Um, what was the name of his first wife? Cooper. Maria. Wrong. Buddy Holly. <laughs> Wrong. Julie. Correct. What? How'd you know that? Because I read tabloids in the 90s. God damn it. Julie Cypher was the full name, so... and She's then gonna smoke us. So the bonus point now, um, which Kiri could really open up, what year did his wife leave him, declare herself a lesbian, and, and go with Melissa Etheridge? I, Starting with you. 1997. Wrong. Well, I... First of all, I thought you said that he got with Melissa Etheridge, and I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, I wrote 1993. 1990? God damn it, Kiri. That's a, that's a win for Kiri. What all year? Right. 1990. Holy fucking shit. You actually read this back then. When, and like, Well, no, actually, I first read 1991, but then when he said the family adopted him in 91, I said, I bet that happened before him. So then I turned it to a zero, and then I got it right. That's smart moves. I'm oh, sorry. I wasn't talking to the Okay, so score is 0 0 3. Kiri with a three point lead. This is fucked. Um, but you guys have time to come back. Uh, which of these crimes did LDP, LDP not get charged with? Simple assault, disturbing the peace, reckless driving. Cooper, we'll start with you. Simple assault. Disturbing the peace. Reckless driving. Cooper, you have won this question. Yes. He was I got charged some uh, with disturbing the peace with uh, his uh, wife at the time. And he also uh, pulled over, pulled over to ask, uh, a cop for directions when he was drunk and got charged <laughs> with uh, reckless driving. Um, he was on probation for both those crimes for three years he and two years. He pulled over the cop? He pulled up drunk to a cop and was like, hey, how do I get to this place? And the cop was <laughs> arrested. Wow. But, I don't know yeah. if this information is making me like him more or less. <laughs> I'm just giving you <laughs> trivia games. Not- Ballsy. All so right. let's hear about how well he plays poker. Okay. Uh, just to go, he entered in this uh, 2009 California State Poker Championship, mm-hmm. and he either finished in 42nd, 31st, 111th, or 69th. He finished in 42nd place. 31. 111th. John, you are on the board. Ooh. Thank you. One point, Cooper. One I was p- like, that's 69, man. It's very tempting. <laughs> I was. I, I threw that one in there. I was really hoping um, it would have been like a 400. 420 people in there, so I could have put like five of them, <laughs> 420, and then yeah. 69. But um, you know, 69 is the next funniest number. Yeah. All right. So he would go on to have three kids with adult model Carolee Phillips. Which magazine did she star in? Playboy, Penthouse, Hustler, or Easy Rider? Playboy. Easy Rider. Playboy. You are all incorrect. Uh, wow. I will she's give, Hustler. I will, I'm going to make an executive wow. order in this game. You all get. One point. Zero. Zero. Okay. We, we, get it right. we all no got points. We got uh, the, the correct answer was Penthouse. That's right. raunchy. Mm-hmm. Good for her. Mm-hmm. Get it, girl. All right. Okay, so the last one is Show insertion. when he was um, yeah. adopted into the Lakota Sioux family and was given a name with the name, uh, the first name being pronounced. Wicca <laughs> Okay. So it is. Wicca Keeper. <laughs> I'm guessing fire. I'm guessing trapper. I said peace. <laughs> Trapper keeper, yeah. I'm going to give... You all got it wrong. I'm going to give you all one more chance. Oh, one more. Okay. And this is a two-pointer. Can we play Wick- it again? Sorry. Wicca pie. Wicca pie. Wicca pie. 
Blank keeper. Sun. Oath. I, Game of Thrones. I, Promise. I have a dilemma. What okay. is the dilemma? So Wikipedia means star. No one got that. But technically, the sun is a star. It's <gasps> true. This is true. This is true. This oh, is true. But come yeah, on, give it to her. I give it to her. <laughs> she's gonna, she's gonna. She won anyway. I'll take a point five. I mean, she, no, no, no. You won anyway. That's a full point. That's a full point. Well, let's still do the last one. That's that the last it. one. No, there's no, one number more. seven. Yeah. Yeah. So the winner of the first ever LDP. No, no, no number seven. You're at number six. seven. The oh. serial killer that he played. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Who, who did he LDP play as a serial killer for a 2015 TV movie? Richard Ramirez. Ghostface killer. Richard Ramirez. You guys both scored points. I'm sorry, John, you did not score on that one. That's All a right. funny one. I no, I liked it. <laughs> I got Buddy Holly, Trapper Keeper, Ghostface. I'm I got you... almost half of them right. I'm going to give you half a point no, for funny answers. <laughs> yeah. So you got, it ended with, how many points did you get? 1.5. John. Cooper, two points. Kiri, five. Congratulations, well, Kiri. We got our ass handed to us. Huh? <laughs> yeah. You win $10 off. <laughs> nice. Old Navy super cash. Oh, I thought that was for Subway. You were real excited. You jumped, no, jumped out like, of the seat. I was trying to see it. I was like, what the fuck? I was about to snatch it from me. Right? Sandwich. Give me that. Mm-hmm. Sandwich. I haven't been there since Jared left. Wow. Well, <laughs> he he didn't make good life choices. <laughs> Um, but yeah, sorry. Yeah. That was again. I threw that together like right after I got back from vacation. Yeah, it's a good game. Yeah, a good game. Very um, nice. I'm planning on doing some more games like that too because I it's kind of really fun to to get to uh, do them. Look up little awesome. details and stuff like that, especially with yep. LDP. I had to totally. <laughs> we so should like, do them for some other uh, um, actors as well. Well, anyway, that was our episode of Short and Spooky. Uh, very fun. Not, not very well received by some of the people here. Uh, what, we're curious how, what you think about it, and um, if, if you like it, how about LDP me. If you don't like it, uh, LDP you. I like that. Uh, and of course, you can tweet at us. Our uh, Twitter handle is at short and spooky. And of course, if you guys want to write us an email, please write to us at short and spooky at gmail.com. Any uh, last words you guys want to leave uh, the shorty spookies, uh, eeries, and sniffs? Uh, bye, Alameda. Bye, moms. Thank you for tuning in. Jobless. That's a little Rastafari. Um, Influence. Very cool. Oh, I got I it. Thought, I, got I thought it. you said jobless. <laughs> <laughs> Expand your cultural awareness, Tom. Jobless. Jobless. If you're right, you guys, unemployed. All right, wait, wait, what's the song we're going out on? We talked about doing Christina Aguilera Come On Over in Spanish. All right, and go. that's what's playing right now. Oh, Thanks, man. So. Sounds wow. so good. I can't help but move my knees. <laughs> All right, I'll see you guys next week. Bye bye. Adios.